Hello and welcome to Discover Solutions Feel Better, a podcast with Dr. Teresa Lewis, founder of Wake Psychological Health and Wellness in North Carolina. Thanks for tuning in. Today, I'd like to welcome my co-host, Natalie. Hi, Dr. Lewis. Thanks for having me. Oh, so glad you're with me. So moving right along into our series of the six foundations of psychological health and wellness, I first would like to acknowledge that we are in a new year, 2019. Happy New Year to all of our listeners out there. And this is a time where everyone is talking about new year, new you, and signing up for the gym and these new diets and, you know, making resolutions and setting their goals. And that is fantastic. You know, people say, well, nobody ever keeps their resolution or there's these statistics out there that say, well, only half the people or 30% keep their resolutions. So what? Right? Right. So what? I mean, this is the new year. You just have like the energy to do it. So if you have energy to do it and make some goals and try to set up a path for, you know, wellness and health or business success or whatever it is, relationships, then use this energy. You know, don't let the naysayers discourage you. Use this energy to, you know, set your course and set your path. And I say go for it. I agree. I think that New Year's resolutions are awesome. You get a lot of momentum and it works for a lot of people to have a fresh start. That's what I like to do. That's right. That's right. And if you find later on, if you're starting to wane a little bit in your momentum, then seek out some support, right? It's hard to do things as human beings are just naturally, we're just relational people. And so it can be very difficult to do things on your own. So get yourself some support, make it happen. You could do it. Absolutely. All right. So today we are going to continue on covering our six foundations of psychological health and wellness. We're going to be talking about relaxation. Relaxation is key. We often have so much stress and anxiety and the antidote or the way to counteract the stress and anxiety is to allow ourselves to truly relax. And there are so many different ways to relax. Do you have some favorite ways that you like to wind down and relax, Natalie? You know, I've found the most relaxing thing for me is to like make a list of everything I did and cross things off. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's what, that feels good, right? It does. It feels yes. so good. That feels so good. And then, so let me ask you, when you cross everything off, then what do you do? Then I get inspired to like tackle other things. So then I'll write more things down that I want to do that I was probably too afraid to even write down before, but they're like my next level things that now I can give energy to. Oh, very good. So it's kind of like you kind of ramp up, get some stuff done, check it off, exhale for a minute, and then kind of ramp up again and get some stuff done. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I like to kick back and relax and read too, but Really what yes. makes me feel good is feeling mm-hmm. productive. Is feeling productive, right. But to relax, you like to read. Is that right? Yes. So that yeah. that would be my favorite thing to do because it feels, I guess it feels like I'm being productive and relaxing at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's good. That's good. And are you reading about uh, producing and podcasting or are you reading for pleasure? <laughs> <laughs> reading for pleasure. <laughs> 
Excellent. Excellent. So that's great. Yeah. So reading is, is a great way to relax, you know, going on vacation. We love to go to vacation and relax or laying out at the pool or the beach or some people find gardening very relaxing. So there's all kinds of ways that we can relax. And it's so important to build that into your schedule. Mm. And the other thing to be aware of is noticing if you are able to relax, right? Because some people find it difficult to relax. And a lot of times we use something like, you know, having a drink or escaping into just, you know, Netflix. And those are great, you know, in moderation at all things, right? Mm -hmm. But we want to allow our bodies a chance to, our bodies and our minds, a chance to really decompress and relax outside of sleep. Yeah. I mean, I feel like when you say that people feel like they can't relax, I kind of identify with that because if I have a lot of things that I know I need to do, I can't sit down and read or do any sort of meditation. Like if my house is messy, I can't mm -hmm. relax. Like, is that, is that normal? Yeah. Yeah. For a lot of people. And I find that all the time in, in working with my clients that it's hard to relax. Like we just get in this mode of doing, 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 and we forgot what it's like to just be right. And the unfortunate thing is, is that if we're in this perpetual mode, picture a hamster on a wheel, just going, 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 right, that it's not sustainable. You know, eventually the body, the mind just kind of wears out from that. And we are not functioning as well as we could. We don't feel as well as we could. And we're just kind of wearing ourselves down, you know. And so relaxation and sleep, you know, which we'll talk about another time too, is so important. And those are two things that in our society, we neglect the most because we think we're, we're just, we got to push ourselves and then we can, you know, do more and be more. But in actuality, and I found this in my own life that, you know, once I found meditation and mindfulness, it really changed how much I was able to get done and how I felt getting the stuff done that I needed to get done, mm -hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah. So it kind of sounds like you're saying there are different levels of relaxation. And on the first level, we may have good habits of doing things where we are able to relax. Like you mentioned watching Netflix or having a drink and relaxing. And then you're saying there's an even deeper level that we can access where we maybe do even more restorative good to our mind and body. Yes. And actually, let me back up here a moment and talk about the definition of relaxation. You know how I like to start with definitions. Yes, you do. And that, I like that because then we have context for what you're talking about. Right. Relaxation in the dictionary is state of being free from tension and anxiety. And in psychology, we talk about relaxation response is a physical state of deep rest that changes a person's physical and emotional responses to stress. Okay. And this happens because it activates our parasympathetic nervous system, which works, you know, together, but very differently than the sympathetic nervous system, which is responsible for our flight or fight response. 
So we might have talked about this in a previous episode about the stress response and how we're in fight, flight, or freeze. And in our modern society, we are often in that state of being, that that fight, flight, or freeze response. Did we talk about that before? Yeah, we did. Right. And so relaxation activates the parasympathetic nervous system, which helps regulate our digestion. It slows the heart rate and lowers the blood pressure after the sympathetic nervous system has activated the flight or fight response. It's also responsible for regulating our sexual arousal. And so things that are happening internally that we don't have to consciously focus on, right? Mm -hmm. And so... Yes, right. Automatic, which is our autonomic nervous system, which includes um, both of those things we talked about. So if you think about that, the parasympathetic nervous system is responsible for regulating our digestion, regulating sexual arousal, and slowing down and lowering our blood pressure after a fight or flight response. So you can imagine all of the maladies that could occur if you don't have that if you don't relax, right? If you don't activate that parasympathetic nervous system. Right. We might end up staying in fight or flight mode. Right. And so many of us do. It's just kind of like this constant state of stress. So we want to, in this new year, of course, we're getting ready to embark on new projects and fulfill our goals and dreams and hopefully including some relaxation in that process because we don't want to remain stressed out, right? We want to start the new year off in a good way. And actually, research has shown that relaxation practice can lower heart rates, blood pressure, and breathing rates. In fact, you can count your own heart rate, put your finger on your neck, and look at the clock, and count the beats for six seconds, and multiply that by 10, and that is your beats per minute. Oh. Yeah. And then after you do a relaxation exercise, check your heart rate again, and you'll see that it is lowered. And so that's always awesome. Yeah. And then uh, relaxation has also been shown to reduce muscle tension and chronic pain, improve concentration and mood, uh, reduces anger, which, like, duh, right? (laughs) If you think about it, (laughs) right? Because have you ever seen anybody that was really angry and and they're also relaxed at the same time? Mm, No. (laughs) No, no, you cannot do it, right? You cannot do it. And then finally, it's been shown to boost confidence to handle problems. And that makes a lot of sense to me because in yoga, uh, we talk about the relaxed state is our natural state. It's who you are innately is relaxed. And also we're able to access our wisdom when we're relaxed. It's kind of like hindsight is twenty twenty. You've heard that phrase, right? Right. So when we're calm and relaxed, we're able to act more confidently, probably because we know we're in our most capable state. And so we're able to respond the best, think the best and act in the best possible way. You got it. Hmm. It all makes sense, right? It does. It really does. And I don't know if I would have realized that before that relaxation and confidence were linked, but you know, confidence is really big deal. I listen to tons of podcasts and read tons of books where 
people are trying to learn how to become more confident. And this Mm -hmm. is like the secret key, really. Relaxation is the key. It really is because we have an innate wisdom. We have innate confidence and abilities, and we can access that if we take the time to relax and do that. And, And there's so many different ways to relax. And if you've ever been to a yoga class, we end every class with a period of rest. It's called a shavasana, where the instructor will ask you to lie down and you just lay there for a few minutes. I think it's good when it's silent. Sometimes they have a little bit of music, which is nice too. And that is to remind you of coming home to yourself, right? To remind us of the importance of relaxation. Because in relaxation, we can access our wisdom, our true self, and our home. We bring our body, breath, and mind together in harmony. And so listening to all the benefits of relaxation, you think, well, sign me up, right? So there's, you know, many ways to relax. We can have, you know, reading and you can have, make yourself a cup of tea or have a glass of wine and take a nap. And all of those are great ways of overcoming everyday levels of tiredness. And we need those ways. But we also need to allow ourselves to enter a deep state of relaxation. So it's going a little bit beyond the everyday relaxation or... Yeah, or self-care, right? Right, right. Exactly right. We just want to go a little bit deeper. And there's a wide variety of relaxation techniques. We have a guided meditation or a visualization, and that's where you create in your mind a mental image of a calming place uh, for you. And you can just kind of sit there and kind of take yourself there and, and enter a relaxed state. There is also individual silent meditation, muscular relaxation techniques. And that particular one, at the end of this show, I will guide you in a muscular relaxation technique. And there's massage deep breathing exercises, mindfulness, and as we mentioned, yoga. So have you tried any of those uh, relaxation techniques? I know right off the bat, I've tried certain exercises with visualization, and I do struggle with that a tiny bit. I guess it's because my mind wanders or it's hard for me to channel my imagination or, or something like that. But I know that I benefit a lot from yoga and meditation, just because I kind of have a um, a good background in, I don't know, journaling or prayer or, or things like that. But the visualization one I do struggle with. Oh, that's okay. That's that's fine. The, the most important thing is that you find a relaxation technique that works for you. And one technique doesn't work for everybody. And that's why it's great that we have different ones, you know, like I use yoga and deep breathing and I like the um, muscular relaxation techniques that I'm going to guide you today, as well as, of course, I have a regular meditation practice. So, you know, you can use them all. You can find one that you like. The important thing is just to make it a part of your daily routine. Yeah. And, you know, if we're waiting for that moment where we feel stressed out to know that we need to relax, we're waiting too long. I guess the point would be to relax before you feel stressed out so that you don't get to that point of feeling overly stressed out. Yes. 
The thing is, though, you know, a lot of people find it very difficult to relax, you know, and if, if it is hard for you to relax, if you try a technique and you just can't get it, or you try different ones and you just can't seem to relax, you know, that that's a sign of anxiety. And it's important to seek out some support for that. Oh, totally. We all need to talk with someone or work with someone from time to time. Dr. Lewis, I know that you're available to help people in a few different capacities. People looking for coaching services can contact you at info at wakepsychology.com. And people who are seeking psychological services who are in North Carolina can work with you as well. Right, because, you know, relaxation is key. As an anxious and stressed mind cannot exist in a relaxed body. So if you're having trouble with that, definitely seek out some support because it is possible. It is your true nature to be able to relax. Mm -hmm. And so getting some support to help you get there, it can be done. I've seen it over and over again. Oh, that's, that's really hopeful for people. Cause I know anxiety is really common, but it's not normal. Is that how you approach it? It's so common, but it doesn't have to be your normal. Right. It's funny you should use that word normal because it is normal to have anxiety. I mean, everybody on the planet has experienced anxiety, right? It's just part of being alive. It's only when the anxiety gets to a point that you can't relax, then it's interfering, right? It's interfering. Like we talked about, the parasympathetic nervous system is not um, doing its job to the fullest. So it could interfere with your digestion, right? It could interfere with your sexual relationship. It could interfere with uh, just your state of mind and, and ability to concentrate. And, and you could be more irritable and things like that too. And maybe you're not as confident as you'd like to be. So that's where we want to, you know, take a closer look and, and definitely get some support. Yes. And actually in the meantime, for those of our listeners who are interested in learning more about relaxation, you can go to wakepsychology.com. Dr. Lewis has a free guided muscle relaxation there. You can download it and try it out. Thanks for listening to Discover Solutions Feel Better, a podcast with Dr. Teresa Lewis. For helpful resources and to check out the blog and show notes, go to wakepsychology.com. 